Hey, we're back. We missed two weeks. I know, crazy, but I was busy getting married. And I guess the question here is, what is more important, getting married or posting a podcast? Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. Hey guys. <laughs> Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid. Man, I can't believe it's this amped up. It's not even the Boston Comedy Festival show yet, and already we're just so, so full at this show. Um, so, hey, this is my first time hosting this show as a married man. That happened last week. I got married. Um, and then... You can still learn about somebody after you've been with them for a few years because once we were married, uh, the other night, I heard uh, Sarah make a noise I'd never heard her make before when she asked me about my finances. <laughs> she was like, okay, so what do you have in your savings? And I was like, I don't have a savings account. And she, <laughs> and she just did this thing where she went, yee! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I had never heard that before. So, now that I've mentioned that, if you want to buy any merch, <laughs> you can get a pick a side stupid shirt or yes. mug uh, over at the merch table in the back at the end of the show. Yeah, Lloyd, Lloyd will vouch for the shirts. They're pretty good, right? They're pretty comfortable. Um, all right. So, tonight we are talking about Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I, um, a, a, a fine and entertaining uh, uh, and also wildly overrated movie. Uh, it's, I watched it last night to remind myself of all of the stuff that happened in it, and uh, I was I stayed awake for two hours of it, so it was pretty okay. But tonight, we're going to talk about it a little bit more in depth. So all of the questions tonight will be based on that movie somehow. It'll have to do with something that happened in the movie, um, or at least was implied happened during the movie. Who knows? Like, there could be a question about what's in the briefcase, and we don't actually know. His soul? Gold. It's going to be gold, right? It's going to be gold. Except John Travolta, like, lifted it up pretty easily. And he seems a little weak. So I don't know if it's gold. Uh, it's gold foil paper. That's why it has that glow when he opens it, but he's also able to lift it easily. I think that's going to be what it is. Um, all right. So first up tonight, we will have the gauntlet round where uh, new, newer debaters or debaters that aren't in our top 15 will... Uh, fight it out to get into that bracket tonight, and then we'll have the bracket where our top debaters will go up against each other. And winner advances to the next round until there is only one person left, and then that is our champion. Sound good? All right. 
So, okay, so we're about to start the debate, but before we do, I want to remind you of two big shows coming up. One is September 13th at 8 p.m. at Sally O'Brien's. One is September 27th in Worcester at the Wootenanny Comedy Festival. And, of course, every Friday we're at Maggie's Lounge, 7 p.m. Now, our first debate tonight is between two newcomers to the debate show, but both very funny. We're very happy to have them on board. Our first debate is between Laura Clark and Gus V. All right, next up, everybody please welcome Laura Clark. Okay, Gus, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. All right, Laura, your question is, um, if you, oh God, would you rather Samuel Jackson, yep, like the last thing that you ever hear before you die is Samuel L. Jackson yelling Bible verses at you? Or John Travolta telling you about Amsterdam? I can't. Good luck with this one because obviously Samuel L. Jackson and Bible verses. Like, that's. Okay, first, I mean. Samuel L. Jackson or John Travolta? Like, which voice do you want to hear last? I, that's oh, I don't know. Amsterdam, you can smoke. I don't want to hear about a nice place like Amsterdam that I'll never get to visit now as I'm dying. I want to think about the heaven that I, as a child of God, am about to go to, <laughs> as well as just sit back and respect uh, the legend from uh, from Pulp Fiction and Snakes on a Plane, and just like. Be like, hey, you know what? You deserve to yell at me, Samuel L. Jackson. I'll take, like, I'll take it from him. And again, I'm going to heaven, so it's like nice to just like, it's like I hit the ground running once I get to heaven because the very last thing I heard was a Bible verse. True. <laughs> I see the floor. Well, I don't think it's obvious, like you said, uh, because you know, on one hand, I could hear Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, reading Bible verses at me, wanting me to go to his bitch god, or I could hear Scientologist John Travolta talking about Amsterdam to me, and as far as I know, I'm going to the red light district with a lizard guy, you know? What do I want to spend eternity doing? You know, that, it's, if I wasn't clear. So I think I, I think I go with the unknown. I think, you know, I, I, they probably know some stuff, those Scientologists, uh, Beck might be there. He might play me off. Uh, so, yeah, I really, really got to go with John Travolta. Fair enough. Uh, counterpoint, there's only one God, and heaven and hell is very real. It's the Judeo-Christian God. So, <laughs> like, that's all very nice and good, and it might be nice to die thinking that, but, you know, you're going to go to hell, whereas I'm going to spend my very last moments in agony as the Judeo-Christian God would have me spend my life <laughs> thinking about how the ways in which I wronged the Judeo-Christian God during my life so that I am sinless. Look, I don't give a shit if your God knows judo, because I know karate. <laughs> And I will kick the shit out of him. And I got 400 pounds of Travolta behind me. So that is a fight I am betting on myself. All right. Well, excellent debate. Uh, but I got to pick a winner. And I'm going to say Gus V. All right. 
Next up, everybody, please welcome Malin Pavletic and Sean Connolly. Hi, Malin. Do you want to go first or second? I'm going first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your question is from Zach Jones. <laughs> and sorry, sorry, there's two drug references in a row, but this is about Pulp Fiction, so it just happens. Uh, but Sean, your question is: If you pull a bag, a big bag of white powder, out of someone's coat pocket, should you ask them what it is, or just start blowing rails of it? <laughs> Definitely blow rails of it, one hundred percent. I mean, what if it's vitamins? Those are good for you too. Um, it's just like I always have a bag of Flint, like mashed up Flintstones vitamins in my in my jacket pocket all the time. It's good for you. Um, I mean, yeah, why not? Just. You, it's gotta be good. Wild. I mean, it, it's no one's keeping flour. No one's like a secret baker. No, you know, no one is just like keeping a, a white powder. Unless, I mean, I'm, okay, you know what? Unless you're like a terrorist and you got a little bit of the, what's that stuff called? What was that stuff called? Rice it. Rice it. Probably anthrax. <laughs> Rice it. Um, was it ricin? I wasn't sure if you... Um, <laughs> unless you have ricin and you want to, like, hurt someone with it. Most of the time, it's going to be fine. Whatever it is, you're going you're gonna, to... Even if it's salt, you might get a bloody nose. But whatever. You get a bloody nose with the other things you're snorting, too. Time. Time. <laughs> you're just fucking spot on. Oh, man. To live in a pre-fentanyl heroin drug craze. Am I right, ladies? Oh, oh. Just feel like you can go around and snort whatever you want. The world's your oyster, your body, your choice. Wait a second. Okay. You got to think about things. Number one, I'm an entrepreneur. You can't just start blowing rails if you're going to be making 50 bucks a fucking rail off of the right shit. Right? Maybe this is some crazy, you know, uh exotic drug you've never even seen before, right? Maybe you can make a shitload of money off of it, or maybe it's fucking baking powder, okay? And then you can also make 50 bucks of it if you go off to Phillips Exeter and then just sell it to a bunch of fucking idiots right before their finals. You know? You know, it's about the entrepreneurial spirit. That's what America is, right? Until Kavanaugh gets elected. Am I right, ladies? No, that's fine. (laughs) Also, by the way, uh, no one would ever be able to make that much ricin because you actually really even... Time! I still wasn't even thinking of ricin. I was thinking of the other thing that they were sending to all the senators right after 9-11. Anthrax! That shitty band. Uh, I'd snort that shitty band over anthrax. Um, I'm going on the record for that. (laughs) And I'm sticking to it! I wouldn't want to. I want to touch one of their dicks with your dick. Okay, let me just say that. Uh, I forgot. What was it? Anthrax. Gotta love that shit, man. Tom Dashiell. 
But, um, yeah, you know what? Think about it. Think about the money. Think about the money. Think about your savings. Think about your future, guys. Don't snort that shit. Sell that shit, okay? Time. All right, I got to hand the wind to Malin Pavletic. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Tyler Derniak. Hey, Bill. Welcome to the show. Yeah, have a sticker. They're free. The stickers are free. Hey, what's up? Sean, congratulations on your nuptials. Everyone's thinking it. I was the only one brave enough to say it. Yeah. Thank you. Everybody else here was invited to the wedding except you, so... (laughs) All right. Uh, Bill, do you want to go first or second? That's true. Second? Second? Okay. Tyler. What happened to the board? How come we don't get the... What? There's no board. There's no board. I don't have time for that now. They threw it instead of the bouquet. I'm married. I have responsibilities. I'm a stay-at-home dad. I don't have any kids, but... Sarah won't make the board anymore? (laughs) I'm here, too. I like how you're just saying things to me, not into a microphone, so nobody else knows how funny they are. It's just us. Yeah, you're right. Do you still have your friendship bracelet? (laughs) No? You gave it to that... I got it in my car. You gave it to your fucking niece. (laughs) Whatever. We're not even friends anymore. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, uh, Nicholas, (laughs) Tyler... Tyler, you're going first. No, not at all. <laughs> Your question is from J.R. Palapple. It's very simple. What's the, yeah! what's the better nickname? Pumpkin or Honey Bunny? I'm going to have to go with Pumpkin because it is the time of the year. Don't oh God me. Everyone knows this time of the year, everything's pumpkin. So now everything's your name. And when everything's your name, everything's free. That's how I've lived my life. Sure, not a lot of things are named Tyler, but I got an entire city in Texas. But if my name was Pumpkin, I'd have so many pies. I'd have so many breads. I'd have so many spice lattes. I'd have all the delicious pumpkin beverages, foods, and candles. And that's what we all really want. It's aggressive, but I agree. <laughs> Guys, listen, Honey Bunny is a better uh, nickname because it rhymes. Anything that rhymes is a better nickname. Uh, shit tits. <laughs> not, a great, not a great example just off the top of my head. It rhymes. It's a better nickname than... What was the, what was the original nickname? What was pumpkin? pumpkin? Pumpkins go bad, dude. You, you carve a pumpkin, it looks great on the fucking front porch, but... Eight weeks later, it's... I also... Uh, you guys said ricin way too much. I just want to know that we're probably on a watch list now. <laughs> and also, I fucking was invited to the wedding. Shut up! <laughs> All right. Got a lot going on, though. What was the rest of the question? 
Honey oh, Bunny? Uh, I definitely Honey Bunny uh, because then you can. Uh, Time. <laughs> honey Bunny may rhyme, but pumpkin can rhyme with other words. You've already got your rhyme. Pumpkin rhymes with so many other things. Uh, Dumpkin, Trumpkin. I, I could go all day. Uh, uh, stumpkin, stump triviakin. I'm a stump triviakin. That's how I identify. 14 seconds. So, Bill, why wasn't I your plus one? Time. <laughs> to the wedding? Because I brought my honey bunny with me. I, I fucking... Listen, I'm, I'm a married gentleman. I'm contractually obligated to take her to weddings. <laughs> you don't think I'd rather find somebody fun? No, that's not true. That's not true. Listen... She rated the podcast five stars. She's never listened to it, so I'm not, I'm not afraid that's going to get to her. How much time do I got left? Time. time. All right, I got to hand the win to Bill McMorrow. Thanks, Sean. Thanks. Okay, next up, everybody please welcome... Chloe Cunha and JJ Buckland. I just saw him come in. He's here. Maybe he's getting a beer or something. I don't know. You can just argue by yourself if you want. Okay, here he is. Hey, it's JJ Buckland, everybody. Okay, uh, Chloe, do you want to go first or second? second. Great. JJ, your question is from Zach Jones. Jones! (laughs) He asks, would you let another man, another person, let's make this gender neutral. (laughs) Would you let another person give your wife a foot massage? (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) Could use something in my life that feels good. Uh, never seen the movie, have no idea what's going on. Uh, gosh. Would I let someone give my life a... Your wife, your wife. Oh, I thought you said life. (laughs) What? Now, if we can go back, the other joke kind of makes sense. Uh, would I let someone else give my wife a foot massage? Yes. Um, I'm, uh, bad with my hands. And, uh, it'd be something, uh, good to... Good for her to have something nice in her life. <laughs> I, I know I should be debating the other point, but I'm fascinated by the grammatical construction of a life getting a foot massage. It's <laughs> amazing. I love that. So it's like a poem. It's beautiful. Um, I, I, we are all chat. I hosted poetry open mic. Do you know that? Okay. Um, <laughs> So I'm going to say no. I'm not going to let someone else give my wife a foot massage. Only because I would be really worried that that other person would be Quentin Tarantino. Um, that's, that's the only reason. I'm not, like, I'm not like a jealous person. I'm just looking out for her. So he's really, he's weird into the feet. So I just don't want, 
I want to keep her. Maybe he can give her a hand massage. That's fine. Those are good. Or a scalp massage. But no, the feet, I'm like, okay, Quentin, you're getting a little too excited. Let's, let's back it up. Let's reel it in. Um, remember when I said that funny thing about poems? Um, Time. <laughs> feet. Life. Rubbing. Massage. How much of this was just a mirage? (laughs) (laughs) Wife, life, what is the difference, really? Um, I want her to good feely. uh. (laughs) Uh, Hard to argue against that. (laughs) That was beautiful. Um... Uh, wow, I really wish I could riff a poem off the top of my head, but I, I usually write them down, and they're not usually about Quentin Tarantino. Um, I write a lot of haikus about the clitoris, though, if that's... <laughs> I do. I've written over 150 of those. Um, so, yeah, feet. I'm going to give my own wife a foot. This is a lovely future in which I have a wife. That's so nice. How how <laughs> All right. Uh, well, only one of you rhymed, so I got to hand the win to J.J. Bucklin. That's fair. Okay. Next up, and lastly, the last debate of the first round, everybody please welcome Zach Jones and Gus V. Okay. Uh, Zach, do you want to go first or second? Zeus. Second, okay. Gus, your question is from Jer Palapple. He asks, um, if your friend in a POW camp asked you to carry a watch in your ass to hand down to his son, would you carry that watch in your ass for two years or... Just buy the kid a new watch when you get out. Uh, well, I would, I would happily accept, accept uh, that. If it could fit up there, you know, I got a lot of shit jangling up there for a lot of people's kids, you know? Been in a lot of wars, made a lot of friends. Everybody wants something up old Gus's ass, you know? And I'm a generous guy. I like to put it up there for him. I guess really what I'd have to know is, can I check the watch to see how much longer I have to keep all the other worst stuff up my ass. Because uh, I, I got some spiders up there uh, from a dad in the Vietnam War who, uh, who has a weird bug kid. You know those bug kids? Uh, you know, some weird Vietnamese spiders. And I would, uh, I would take the watch if it would kill them and or I could check it. Yeah, you don't know anything. Let me give you a reality check here, Gus the Fifth. Um, <laughs> you ever go like flying and when you get up to, to check your luggage you find out that there's too much stuff in your luggage and it weighs too much and they won't let you through well in this instance your luggage is your asshole and it's way worse once you've hit capacity and try to stick something else up there no just I'm just gonna when I get out of this camp I'm going to buy this kid a, a really nice watch it's gonna be very very nice uh, and it's going to be very cheap for me uh, because I have defected to the Viet Cong. 
oh, and what are the Viet Cong going to pay you with? Communism? <laughs> yeah, you know what that war was about, right? How they didn't have any money. And how we, I don't actually know what that war was about. Uh, <laughs> maybe saving face? Anyway, I know a face I'll be saving. A watch is fate. Oh, my goddamn ass. <laughs> You got really defensive about a war that we lost, for the record. Now, by the kid, kids are stupid. You can, you can convince them. Listen, you can convince a kid that their dead goldfish didn't die when you replaced it. You think they're going to tell the difference between two watches? Are, no, you, kids are stupid. You can replace the watch. All right. I got a hand in the win here. Gus V. All right, so we are on to round two. God damn it. Okay, sorry, my phone's blowing up because my brother wants me to come to a poker game right now. I'm thinking about it. Okay, and we're down to the final four. So next up, everybody, please welcome Sean Rosa and Malin Pavletic. Okay. Um, Sean, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Okay. Your question is from May Keith. Yeah. She asks, would you rather be a patron of a diner during a botched robbery or have to talk to Quentin Tarantino? Well, botched robberies are how people get killed. But talking to Quentin Tarantino is how you kill yourself. So I would rather be in a diner during a botched robbery than talk to Quentin Tarantino because Quentin Tarantino, like, listen, I might be killed in a botched robbery... But I don't need him to call my feet the N word. I think that uh, we might be confusing the fact that a lot of murderers make crime scenes look like a botched robbery in order to uh, throw them off the scent. I don't know if the statistics are in and whether or not botched robberies equal more murders. What I know the statistics are in, though, is that these feet, when I shave them right, they look pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) It's very sad that it's funny because it's true. I am Croatian Portuguese. It's fucking gross. Uh, Yeah, no, I would rather talk to him, have to deal with a, what is it, a lunch date? Just I'll do a t- lunch date. I'll order a grilled cheese. What is it? <laughs> just a diner. Oh, okay, just a diner. I'll order 24-7 breakfast and not have a gun shoved in my face. I mean, I don't really know Quentin, but I guess he's scared of guns. Or I'll just whip out these tootsies. And then he'll have to put the gun away. Listen, I have size 13 feet. Yeah, I'm a big boy. So if I have to talk to Quentin Tarantino about feet, we're going to be there a while. (laughs) And I don't want to sit through that. Just 
put a gun to my head, take my bad motherfucker wallet, I don't care. The reason I'm a bad motherfucker is because I told Quentin Tarantino, no, Quentin, we're not doing this now. Time. <laughs> Number one, that is easily pickupable at any of your local Newbury comics. Uh, bad motherfucker wallet, which uh, I'm guessing there's only two left, but uh, Google it. Uh, I would say Quentin Tarantino, because you know what? Although the movie has a lot of errors in it, it did influence a lot of other stuff. And he thought about a movie like that before other people thought about it. What else is he thinking about? Grilled cheese? With a tomato in it? Fuck yeah! Time. All right, I gotta hand the win here to Sean Rosa. Oh. Not everybody agrees. So we have Marae Dickinson and Sean Rosa. Um, and then, I don't know, whoever wins, I'll argue, because we still got time. Okay. I like losing debates. Um, <laughs> Sean, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Your question, uh, Mairead, your question is from Pete Andrews. He asks, does the suit make the gimp, or does the gimp make the suit? Uh, can I get a definition of what gimp is? Oh, okay. Have you not seen this movie? I have, but I don't know what that is. Okay, so the gimp is the individual who is in a full-body leather suit with, like, a zip-up mouth. He can't talk or anything. Oh. He's sort of like their sub, right? He's the... Yeah. Yeah. Sweatshop makes the All right, so that's our champion for the night, guy from the bar. <laughs> All right, uh, so yeah, Mairead, uh, you have, uh, well, you have five seconds left. No, you have a minute to make your case. All right, the suit makes the gimp, is what I'm saying? All right. I'm, Either way, you could say the suit makes the gimp or the gimp makes the, the suit. That was the question, though. I got the yeah. question right. I'm going to say that the suit makes the gimp, the gimp chooses the suit, and then he chooses his alternate persona. Like, if my head was shaved, I would seem like a dude and more knowledgeable to all of you, more, more confident and decisive, but I chose this long girlish hair so people would be like, does she know what she's talking about? <laughs> because I don't want people to be too confident in me because I'm not confident in myself. It's a conscious choice. This is my suit. My, my hair is my gimp suit, and I'm keeping it zipped, sealed. <laughs> Wait, so which side am I arguing? I guess you're arguing that the gimp makes the suit. I, I am? All right. Is that right, Mairead? You say, yeah, yeah. All right. You say the gimp the, makes the suit. The suit. She said that the suit makes the gimp. Yeah. No, the gimp makes the suit because... You know what? You just put a guy in a big leather leather suit covering his whole body. That doesn't mean he's going to stay in a box for 22 hours a day. <laughs> no, you got to have a man ready for that suit. The suit is not the suit is an extension of you. Spider-Man is still Spider-Man without the suit. He's got the powers inside of him. The same thing with a gimp. He's like Spider-Man. 
And his power is, you know, getting chained up and getting knocked out by Bruce Willis. <laughs> Time. Okay, all I'm saying is you run a red light in a regular car, you're a criminal. You run a red light in a cop car, you're a fucking hero. And people are like, let this man through. Your suit makes your gimp. <laughs> Listen, my, my opponent is clearly pro the police. And you know who was a police officer? Zed. And you know what he did? He had a gimp. And that gimp was a man, his own man. He had that, he picked out that suit. At, at uh, Men's Warehouse. <laughs> you, they said to him, you're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. <laughs> all right. Excellent points all around. I can't even believe that I have to choose somebody here. But I'm going to hand the win here to Murray Dickinson. <laughs> um, so we'll be back here again next Friday. Uh, Thursday night, we are at uh, Sally O'Brien's for, as part of the Boston Comedy Festival. The winner of that debate will get $500. Um, September 27th? Is that right, Sean? Yes. September 27th? We are in Worcester at the Wooten Nanny Comedy Festival. And we're here. We're running two shows simultaneously. Um, so... Hey guys, thank you so much. I think next Friday we will talk about Nintendo 64. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you all again later. Good night. That was Pick a Side, stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. That is our show this week. We'll be back September 13th, Thursday at Sally O'Brien's in Somerville as part of the Boston Comedy Festival. The winner of that show is going to take home $500. It's all of our best debaters in the whole year. So come out, check that out. Somerville, Sally O'Brien's, 8 p.m., September 13th. Then we have a show in Quincy again at Maggie's Lounge, September 14th. It starts at 7 p.m. We're talking about Nintendo 64. Then, of course, we'll be at Maggie's Lounge 7 p.m. on September 21st. And then the following Thursday on September 27th. But we'll also, that week, be at the Wootenand Comedy Festival in Worcester. So come up see us there. And we'll have special guest Ken Reed with us, along with Sean Connolly. So anyways, come to all of the shows. They're all going to be very fun, and I hope to see you out there soon.